over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sip. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That we all started by a month. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. Bunch of madness around here. Hello, everyone, and welcome to DDP Today, a show that's a little about us, a lot about Disney and fun for the whole family. My name is Justin, and today I'm joined by the one, the only, the original himself, Mike. What is going on, man? Nothing much, man. Nothing much. Summer's in full bloom. Um, the kids are kind of getting ready for back-to-school shopping, too. I mean, uh, Sarah's going back to school soon. Uh, I have a Disney World trip sort of coming up in the next couple of weeks. We're uh, headed out to uh, Saratoga Springs, one of Joe's favorite resorts. I had some DVC points that I have to burn, and I'm actually not going to go to the parks at all. We're going to spend some time in uh, Disney Springs, and we're going to also do some time at that other park, you know, with that whole Harry Potter thing. Yeah. You've heard of it before, Uh uh, Universal, you know, we're going to kind of cheat on our Disney people and head over there for a little while and stay in the uh, Disney Resort while we can. Um, I had a bunch of points to burn and I had to use them this year, otherwise they were going to kind of go to waste. So we're going to spend a little bit of family time and enjoy that time with the girls. Um, I'm still debating whether we're going to do just a family party or, you know, just a family kind of outing or if the girls are going to bring their friends. Uh, Laura and I have kind of been on the fence of that. We have enough room in the resort we wound up getting a three bedroom because as i said i had to burn points and uh, it was available so um, i don't know if we're just going to kind of uh spread out throughout the entire resort or we're just going to uh bring some friends so we're, we're still on the fence about that but either way i'm looking forward to getting down there and uh you know spending a little bit of universal time because you can show them a little bit of love once in a while and, and i'll still show disney love because i'll go to disney springs for dinner so uh you know they'll get a couple of my dollars here and there from uh spending some time there as well too so uh, you can tell me the dates after we get off, because uh, mm-hmm. I've got three Universal trips coming up, and it's the first weekend of September. I'll be mm-hmm. at uh, Halloween Horror Nights for opening weekends, and then, of course, we have September the 13th through the 14th, Universal Unleashed, Knights of Fear, a YDF media production. If you're not listening to that and you're a Universal fan, then what are you doing? Go over and join the Facebook group. Download the podcast right now, Universal Unleashed, uh, right there, but we all are going down for uh, Halloween Horror Nights. Of course, Mike, you will be there. Uh, for mm-hmm. Universal Each Nights of Fear, we have Halloween Horror Nights, Hallow Scream, and, a, and an awesome day in Universal Orlando. This is, if this is your first time tuning in to DDP today, this is not a Universal show, but it just happens to be on our intro of what's going on in our lives. I'll be back down there again at the end of the month for a daddy daughter trip. So super excited about that. Maybe I'll see you down there, buddy, multiple times uh, coming up as we lead up to it. Um, dude, I've had the busiest of days busiest of days i everyone listening right now has moments where they look i love my mom i love her you know what i mean (laughs) i love her and uh i couldn't be happier to help her um today i drove up to where she lives she lives about two hours away to take down some ceiling fans um and now I, i came back and got here and went and got food and now we're recording um, and I'm starting to feel it more, you know, I think back in my twenties, I could have driven all day and done all this stuff, but I'm starting to feel it a little more, Mike, as I, as I get a little bit older. I told you, man, that 40 is a magic number. It's something about hit it. That. It's definitely something I, I wasn't prepared for it when I hit it. Uh, I was probably in the best shape of my life when I hit my 40s, though. I was uh, I was going to the gym a lot, and I was in really good shape. But um, but yeah, it creeps up on you pretty quick, and you uh, you really start to feel your age when you start hitting that 42, 43. It, uh, things hurt, and things creak, and things kind of ache more than they ever did before. So uh, you're definitely going to feel it. You know you're getting older when you start complaining about riding in a car. Yeah. Like, that's when it hits you. When you're like, oh, oh, my back hurts because I rode in a car. Let's think about Let's break this down. My back hurts because I rode in a car. That means my back hurts because I sat stationary for so long that my body can't handle it. That's, <laughs> that really says something about where I'm at in life. 
I'm really going to relish in the moment because we've talked so many times about how I dislike you know Space, Space Mountain because yeah. it's kind of a rough ride. Um, it's it's going to be that trip in a couple of trips from now. Maybe when you hit that 43, 44, the next couple of years while we're still doing this podcast, maybe when we're up to episode four or five hundred, you're going to say, you know, I really don't like going on Space Mountain anymore. I have this pain in my neck now, and I have this crick in my back, and yeah, it's just it's not working out for me. So uh, I'm kind of I'm going to savor that moment and take that little sound bite and just kind of uh, relish on that as soon as that uh, comes to fruition because it'll happen sooner or later. I'm trying to think of how to put this because it's a family show. So Space Mountain doesn't hurt my back. It hurts other things uh, Mm -hmm. whenever you bounce up and down over those uh, over those kind of drops and stuff like that. That is the one ride where I'm like, oh, go. Yeah. Uh, that one singing hurt. soprano after that one yeah 100 <laughs> percent uh and every guy out there is going yep know what you're talking about buddy uh dude we look i love the fact that we get to talk disney every single week um can i get on soapbox real quick of course so my soapbox has to do with this this week's episode um so this week's episode we're getting into the top seven extra ticketed events in walt disney world I want to talk as a travel advisor about what has been going on with Disney over the last month. So Disneyland released Oogie's Boogie, not Oogie Boogie, not so scared. Oh my gosh! You can tell I'm a, <laughs> you can tell I'm an East Coaster. Oogie Boogie Bad House trying to say Oogie Boogie, not so scary tickets. Oogie Boogie Bash tickets. Okay, it's their equivalent to Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. When they release them. I, of course, had multiple clients going out west. I'm so excited for them. They're going to have an amazing time. And I got on. I was ready to book. Ten minutes into the process, they paused all bookings. This was at noon Eastern Standard Time. They paused all bookings. And at 7 p.m., so seven hours later, after staring at a screen, making sure I wasn't missing my 10-minute window to buy tickets, they said, oh, you know what? We, uh, we're not going to we're, we're, we're be able to sell these today. So then they say, come back on July the 6th, and uh, we'll give you more details and release Oogie Boogie tickets. So you come back on July 6th, you get on the website, you're waiting, you're waiting, you're waiting, you're waiting. Come back on July the 11th for Oogie Boogie tickets. Now, let me pull the curtain back. We're recording well in advance because we had the DDP trip. We want to make sure we put out tons of content, put out shows for you guys. We appreciate you all. And by appreciating you all, we want to make sure that we have shows out there for you to listen to. It's, it, it is not July the 11th yet. So I can't give you the, the what's happened, if I'm able to get them or not, until I get back from the trip. But right now, how in the world, Mike, can Disney, of all the companies out there, not figure out how to sell extra ticketed events? I can't wrap my brain around it. Look, and I will tell you this. I am a Disney person through and through. I love them. The mouse is my best friend. I, we're buddies. But you've got to do better for your people, Disney. These people are getting online, and they're wanting to buy these tickets, and they're wanting to be a part of it, and they want to create those memories. You have to be better. And how a company that is so ahead of the curb in so many, so many different ways can mess something up so bad over and over and over and over again, I just don't understand. I don't get it. So with that said, Disney, I know you listen, okay? We know. Figure it out. You're the only company that does this. I deal with lots of other ones. Figure it out. People want to go. They want to go to Oogie Boogie. They want to go to Mickey's Not So Scary. Mickey's Very Merry. They want to do all these extra things. Figure it out it out you've got the technology you've got the people you've got the brains you've got the money figure it out make it easy for the people to buy tickets make it easy for the people to go and have those times to create those memories mike it is i you know what you you get the brunt of it because i call you to vent dude it's (laughs) unbelievable man that a company that can do so much so well does this little thing so wrong and it's about making money too. It's not even like it's a it's a loss to them where it's like, yeah, you know, who cares? You know, if these people will take advantage of this, we're gonna lose money or it's no advantage to us. They're the people are 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 
clamoring. Fine, they give you money. Yeah, they just can't wait to pay you to do this. And you're like, eh, yeah, well, I guess we'll get to it sooner or later. Just, I, I don't understand. And the, the technology piece and the IT piece when it comes to their, I, you know, I don't get it. And so much of that IT stuff can be automated you know, to, to do this where you even have to have, like I understand the excuse when it was COVID and you had, you know, lack of employees and you couldn't have people manning phones. But this day and age, man, I call my I call my, my phone company or I call my my internet company. I can go I can go through 10 different things. I don't think I've ever spoken to a live person once. It's all computerized. And, you know, if I needed to get my bill taken care of for my, you know, for my, my gas bill or whatever else it is, I don't talk to anybody. Everything is either done completely online or completely and it's done flawlessly because they want my money Disney why if the people are dying to give you the money you don't invest the money in a little bit to the technology and the IT program because anybody even normal people just going through this you do it on a regular basis because it's your business but man when you got to do this as a regular person how frustrating can it be when you're looking to spend your hard earned money and they're making it hard for you to pay them I mean it's just it, I can't understand it let's imagine someone like you Mike right so you you, you, when you're at work, you're at work. Like you are disconnected, right? Mm-hmm. But let's just say you take a day off because you're like, all right, on July the 6th, they're going to release Oogie Boogie tickets. And for my family, that's a huge thing that I want to be a part of and I want to provide them with this opportunity. So I take the day off work because I want to make sure that I'm available to get these tickets. And then you get them. And not only that, but you get them and you start looking at the screen. And then seven and a half hours later, they say, ah, our bad. Mm-hmm. We messed up. Yep. We messed up. We can't. We can't figure it out. Quick story. I was looking to get one of the ticketed things we're talking about on our on our list tonight, and um, they were releasing these tickets at like seven o'clock in the morning or something like that. And you had to get on. You had to call. You know, DVC member service. So I was really looking forward to getting one of these parties, and um, I went to go do that. I had a meeting set up at work, so I literally said, "Hey, I have to take a bathroom break." So I excused myself from the meeting. I sat in the bathroom, and I sat in the bathroom for a good twenty minutes. They must have thought I fell in or something <laughs> happened because I was so dying. To get these tickets and it looked out I, I managed to get through but man i had a small little window of opportunity to get these you know dvc tickets that i wanted and um yeah i was in the middle of work and i had no other opportunity to get them and uh like i said i kind of excused myself and uh well, luckily it worked out in the end so to speak well it, it shows you the importance of extra ticketed events and how much it means to disney fans mm-hmm. to have that es- exclusivity to be able to go into the parks and have access that you typically don't have. And so I just look, we're not going to, this isn't a show that we're going to rant. We're going to get into the topic. It's going to be a lot of fun, but I think, look, I, this show has always been honest. We've always come out and said exactly how we feel as, as a Disney fan. If there's anything that brings us all together, it should be the it at Disney. We should all stand up and say enough's enough. Fix it. Like fix that. Fix the fact that we want to give you our money. We want to support the company. We want to support the mouse. We want to be in the parks. Don't make it hard. Don't make it hard on us to, to, to be a part of these, these extra ticketed events. Don't make it hard on us to be an annual pass holder. Don't make it hard on us you know, to make dining reservations or to book a VIP tour or to book a, 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 you know, a, a fireworks cruise. Don't make it hard to be a Disney fan. Make it easy. And I, I see people here. Here's the thing. I'm invested. You're invested. Joe's invested. Dave's invested. Dan's invested. The people listening right now, most of you guys are invested. We're going to go no matter what we're going to enjoy it. But we make up a small minority of people who go to Disney every year. And so as massive fans of the parks and of Disney, we need to stand up and say, correct it because 80% of the people out there won't come back if we don't make it easier to go to the parks. Mm-hmm. And it's super frustrating for me as someone who loves this product and loves the parks and loves the cast members to watch people get on Twitter and bash the company because of something that could be fixed so easily. And the problem is this, and I'll go ahead and say it, people that are high up in the company don't experience what the general population experiences with ordering extra ticketed um, tickets, they don't see the problem, and that's a huge miscommunication from the top to the Disney fan, and that needs to be fixed in the long run. So that's my soapbox. I'm stepping down, Mike. <laughs> 
that's fine. That's fine. And, you know, we're going to talk about some of those extra ticketed events. And hopefully if you do wind up going to one of these events, you don't have such a hard time getting these tickets. Uh, you know, these are some of the things that we've I, we've pretty much all done these. these, And I'm looking forward to talking about some of them tonight. A hundred percent. Let's go into something fun. Extra ticketed events. Uh, guys, we're going to talk about the top seven extra ticketed events in Walt Disney World. And we're going to label them from seven to one from ones you should do to ones you absolutely must do. We're going to talk about our personal experiences and we're going to go through each, give a little bit of details and we'll see how they rank in the end. Mike, we are starting with number seven and we are talking about the uh, Disney after hours parties that come along with marathon weekend. Mike, the post race parties are an incredible thing. Most of the time they're held at Epcot. They are after the park closes, usually from 10 p.m. to 1 a.m., uh, and they are incredible. Normally, they are an additional cost, so normally that cost ranges anywhere from $100 to $120, depending on the uh, depending on the day and what's going on. Um, but they, the post-race party ticket holders will be admitted to Epcot as early as 5 p.m., so you don't have to buy a ticket to Epcot for that day. You can actually go into Epcot a little bit early, and uh, you will have access to attractions, you will have access to, uh, of course, food, drinks, and all the great things to celebrate an amazing race day with Marathon Weekend. Coming in at number seven, Marathon Weekend post-race parties, Mike. Yeah, it's the only thing on our list that I actually haven't done. I've done a lot of these after-hour parties and stuff that I've done you know, at Disney. <laughs> the... Um I, listen, when you put in all that work and we have a, an amazing DDP running page and you see all of the hard work they put in to, you know, accomplish the marathons, half marathons, 5Ks, whatever, you know, whatever they get to go down there and accomplish. And even just the small steps that they take to, you know, to accomplish those things, to be able to have a nice after hours party, it's a, such a relief to do that. Um, th- that's that's one of those things that make it really worthwhile. I know quite a few of our DDP family have taken part in these. Uh, I know Joe's been a big part of these. He's, you know, big into the running scene. So to have that opportunity to, Train hard, work hard, and then be able to play hard at the end. Have Epcot kind of to yourself from, you know, 10 o'clock to 1 o'clock in the morning for all the people that, you know, really went out there and trained and got that done. It's a very cool, special thing to do, and I'm glad that they do that. And it's a it's a nice little bonus and a perk for the people that want to spend that couple extra bucks and kind of really, you know, party because they enjoyed it. Oh, 100%. Look, once you run any Disney race, I think you've accomplished something as a Disney fan. So I'm really excited because coming up this January, I'm going to not only run the 5K with my amazing wife and my daughter and the other DDP Sorcerer uh, family, uh, which you haven't done, so go over and join right now, DDP Sorcerer's Facebook group, because it's an incredible group of people. No matter where you're at in your journey to get healthy, it is one of the most positive places on the internet. So I'm excited for that. I'm also running my first ever half half marathon, and I think it's going to be absolutely amazing. But doing an extra party, Mike, would be really cool as like a celebration of a lot of hard work. Look, these these races aren't easy. They take planning. They take preparation. They take uh, training. And to be able to walk into these and say, hey, now's my time to celebrate not only myself but everyone else that has done this, I think it's a really, really cool thing Disney does. Yep, I agree. Uh, let's move on to something you and I have both done. Uh, number six, buddy, coming in at number six of the top seven extra ticketed events in Walt Disney World, we are talking dessert parties. Uh, not just dessert parties, we're talking fireworks parties in general. Uh, Mike, this for me is something that I tell people all the time. If you have it in your budget and you don't like crowds, this is the best money you can spend at Walt Disney World. Have you ever done dessert party at Walt Disney World? Uh, I've done two, actually. I've done one at Hollywood Studios. They had one of those Star Wars extravaganza mm. nights where they had the, um, you know, the spe- it was before Galaxy's Edge time, and they would do those, you know, those firework light show things above the um, above the theater over there in Hollywood Studios, and they would do the Star Wars theming up on the, uh, the the facade over there. So I've been there for that, and you got a little bit of a VIP spot. You got some cocktails. You got a couple of drinks. Uh, I've done that, and I've done the Tomorrowland Terrace. I've done that kind of um, uh, party over at Magic kingdom uh early on in our you know disney going with the family kind of thing it was one of those things that i wanted to have a great spot to watch the fireworks and i've done that before tomorrowland terrace um i actually enjoyed the 
the fireworks kind of VIP party over at Hollywood Studios more than I did Tomorrowland Terrace, believe it or not. I thought the Tomorrowland Terrace, for the price and for what you actually got, it was good, uh, but I've, I've had better reviews on Main Street than I had from Tomorrowland Terrace. It's not a terrible view, and you got a pretty good view, but um, I've had some better firework opportunity nights just being randomly on the street or getting lucky with a good spot on main street um but definitely the one in hollywood studios is very cool they had a little vip area for us and the desserts they were very cool also i have some pictures of them somewhere of some little darth vader cakes and some you know ewok stuff and it was, it was very cool so i've done both those did they not walk you down for tomorrowland terrace to the green space right there in the hub Oh, I've, yeah. Well, we did it before they remodeled the hub. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I was like, that's that's a strange, because uh, I thought they would walk you down to where mm. you could go down there. So you actually watched it from up on the terrace. Yes, and yeah, it was it was it was spot. it was before they because there was a, there was one of those times where they remodeled that whole little hub area yeah. in there where they had those little garden areas. This was I would say it was probably back in. Sammy's Sammy's sixteen, so probably about fifteen years ago. I think Sammy was oh, one or two okay. years old. All right. So and they, that whole hub area hadn't be hadn't been redesigned yet, where they had those roped off VIP areas. Uh, they actually had that as a fast pass at one time or another. Yeah, I remember to get that. into some of those areas. Mm-hmm. You could get a, you could use that as your fast pass for the day. Get the VIP viewing area when they first did that, and they had those little roped off areas. But this was probably about two thousand. Three yeah. two thousand four uh, before that that whole area was kind of revamped. So this was wishes whenever you were yes. watching. Okay, yes. yeah, yeah. Yep. So we did happily ever after, and I really enjoyed it. I mean, look, it, it, dessert parties aren't cheap. Like especially your family five, you're you're in five hundred bucks minimum uh, doing any dessert party. But look, it, it's a it's a great way to calm down for the evening, watch fireworks, have a great viewing area there. Uh, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, they walked us down to the green area. Uh, I've done the Hollywood Studios one, and I've also done the Fantasmic one as well. The, they don't do that Fantasmic one any, anymore, but um, but uh, it was it was great. They actually would hand you your desserts, and you would go sit down. So it wasn't like you would have a, a general area to go to. Um, and then I've actually done the Epcot one as well. Uh, Epcot was probably my least favorite to to do. Hmm. Um, they don't do that one. As of recording, they didn't. They don't do that one right now. Uh, it's not that I know of. Um, and uh, it was it was okay. I mean, it, it was fine. You know, you have you have a general area. Um, but yeah, overall, I, I would definitely say that doing something inside of the Magic Kingdom is the way to go. But I want to throw in to the to this whole dessert party thing, Mike. I want to throw in the fireworks cruises because I. I mm-hmm. This is a little bit different, but I think it's actually a better value than doing a firework than doing a dessert party. Because if you on average, it's gonna run you about four hundred dollars for a fireworks cruise. That fireworks cruise will seat up to ten people. A dessert party is going to be almost a hundred dollars per person. So if you have a family of four, you could go do a fireworks cruise for cheaper than you could do a dessert party. Yeah. And we had some pretty cool. We had, I mean, the the, the, the fireworks cruise came with some some came with some basic stuff. We added a few things on. It wasn't much to add on. What we did add on, I think we added on some fruits and some wine and some other stuff. And um, it wasn't that much more to add on. And I still think even with our add-ons, some of the extra stuff and the extra food that we kind of threw on there, because uh, it was kind of like an a la carte kind of menu yeah. where you could throw stuff in, we were still cheaper than what it would have been if we were doing a dessert party cruise. And the nice part about it, when that was over, there was no there was no traffic to get through. No. You know, we we got we got off the boat at you know at Bay Lake or you know uh, contemporary over there, and you know back to your cars, and there's no traffic, no muss, no fuss. You're not dealing with crowds, um, so I think it's a great way to watch it. I mean, you're not up close in front of the castle, but I think we had what a fantastic view looking in at Magic Kingdom. I mean, that was one of the coolest times I got to see a fireworks show from that specific vantage point. Well, I think I think we went up to Top of the World that night after we got back, and just kind of yeah. chilled, me and you and the family. I mean, there's seven of us. And we have plenty of room on the boat, you know. And like I said, we did add some extras. That is not available right now, which kind of stinks. Um, they've not brought that back since COVID is the fact that you can add on wine, charcuterie boards, pizzas, all that kind of stuff. Um, so when you book it, it does come with soft drinks, uh, waters, and, like, chips, stuff like that to do. But still, even with that, Mike, I mean, $400. Look, we're, we're a party of seven. You and I would have been $1,000 in for a dessert party 
and we spent 400 and the girls had a two-hour boat ride that they went and learned about the history of Bay Lake, history of uh, Seven Seas Lagoon, um, you know, learned a lot of cool facts, hung out with a cast member, and then got to see the fireworks from a very unique perspective from uh, from the water there. Yeah. yeah, no, I agree. I think it was a fantastic, one of, one of my Disney highlights, that's for sure. Yeah, I'm surprised more families don't do that. Um, get a hold of us, show it away with me, travel.com, and we'll hook you up with, uh, with, a, with a fireworks cruise there. Uh, let's move on to number five. Mike, something you and I have done, I've disappointed the uh, DDP family uh, with this one before, and that is H2O Glow, because when last time we were there, <laughs> we were all there together, and it poured the rain, and they canceled the event. Mike, H2O Glow is such a cool event. I think every Disney fan should buy an after uh, a, a ticket to this after party or after hours event. Yeah, and if you're not doing the water parks as a family, if you think it's just ah, just the water park and some water slides, it's definitely something you should definitely throw in your Disney bucket list. It's one of those things that um, you have to experience it. Everything that's done there is done quality, like Disney. The place is clean. The the, the amenities are very nice. So you're getting that Disney kind of you know. Uh, customer service and touch with a water park, which you don't typically get. I mean, we have a couple of water parks here in Myrtle Beach, and they're certainly not Typhoon Lagoon or Blizzard Beach. Um, they don't have the same type of, you know, uh, cleanliness and the same type of, you know, like I said, customer service or that, you know, Disney cast member touch that you get with anything else. Um, obviously, the theming of those water parks are great. And to be able to do that on a glow night where it's kind of like, you know, party atmosphere, you get mm-hmm. the DJ going and, you know, they got some special stuff they got going on. Um, I think it's a very cool way to do that um i've done it i've done it once previously before we got rained out um which is very cool so i definitely think that if it's if it's something that's going to be in your wheelhouse or if you want to try a you know a water park for the first time you know throw go all in and go for one of those uh those glow nights because it's a very fun time the kids will have a blast a lot of activities and uh you certainly won't be bored you'll have a good time yeah no i completely agree it's i i've done multiple h2o glow nights and Yes, it stinks that it rained the one, but the other one that that I've done, it was so much fun. I mean, the fact that we could get on slides in five or ten minutes, the fact that um, the DJ and the characters and the dance party, it's it's really, really something cool to be in there after hours, experiencing a water park in a way that most Disney fans will never do it. Uh, It's limited to a select amount of people. It's just, it's a great event. This, for me, is way up there. I can see why it's at number five on our list. It really is a good one, Mike. Yeah, I like it a lot. It's definitely worth checking out. Let's move on to number four. We're talking something that is specific to uh, people who only are exclusive members to a very exclusive club at Walt Disney World, and that is Disney Vacation Club. Now, we are talking about DVC after hours. A lot of people don't know these even exist. But they do, and you have to get online. These are actually complimentary. This is the only one on our list that is actually complimentary, um, if you can say that, Mike. Uh, and <laughs> okay. I think we pay for it. Um, but they, you do get access to the parks after they close. Let me give you what's going on this year. For, uh, this year at Disney Hollywood Studios, you have event dates on May the 11th and September 13th. At Animal Kingdom, July the 11th and August 2nd. Disney's Typhoon Lagoon on May 23rd and August 23rd. I'm just reading these, so some of them have already been gone. Um, Epcot, it happened in February, so those are over. And then out west at DCA, it's over as well as in February. So, Mike, this is some time where DVC members, a very limited amount of people, can get online. You can register. You talked about your experience trying to get these before. You can go to the parks with a very select few other DVC members. Yeah, and what's pretty cool what they do at these uh, after-hour parties, they have a lot of characters that you don't normally get to see and take pictures with. They have some of those exclusive characters. I think I did it one night in Epcot, and over by Test Track, they had uh, Goofy in his uh, you know racetrack uniform, which is pretty cool, so you don't really get those characters. You get some really cool, unique character meet-and-greets. So if you're not a DVC you know, member and you know you can't, you know, you don't have the... Uh, the availability to purchase some, then make friends with somebody who is and see if they can get you some tickets because it's a great event to go to. Um, like I said, I, that's something that I tried very hard to get. I've done a few of them before. I've done Animal Kingdom. I've done um, Epcot. Uh, I haven't done one at Magic Kingdom, but I've done the, those two parks. And uh, both times we did, it was very cool. They had free Mickey bars. They gave a lot of, a lot of desserts and some stuff for the kids. Uh, so it was very cool. If you, Like I said, if, you don't, if you're not a DVC member, try and be friends with somebody that can and have them invite you to the party. As a matter of fact, I think, if I remember, 
remember correctly, they'd be able to remember also. I gave the Ramies tickets because yeah, when I did. went to the one in Epcot, yep, when I went to the one in Epcot. They were um, you were allowed a certain amount of tickets per family, and I was able to get them to come with us. And um, they were down in the park same time we were, and they got to they got to enjoy that as well too because they weren't DVC members at the time. So uh, so yeah, I, I remember they got to do that as well, which is pretty cool. I think you can get six tickets total. Yeah, I think because I think it was the four of us, yeah. and then uh, and then Jenna, Jenna and Daniel. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I think you can get six tickets total because like we've done that before. The problem is, Mike, I don't have that many friends. No one wants to <laughs> go to these parties with me, so it's just me with three extra tickets just standing around. Um, I've done Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios. So how weird is that that I've done the parks you haven't done? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, these are a ton of fun. I mean, all the Mickey bars you can eat. Like Mike said, the characters are awesome. Anytime you're in the park with just, I think they limit this to maybe like five, 6,000 people, which I know sounds like a lot, but it's not for that park. So uh, very, very cool event. I, I was super bummed when COVID hit because I thought maybe they would never bring them back, but now they're back and we do get these with the DVC after hours events. So uh, Mike, let's move into number three. We're getting into the big ones. These are the huge ones. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Let's make it snow on DDP Boulevard because Mickey and their pals are bringing their Christmas spirit to Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Mike, this is one of my favorite things to do in Walt Disney World. I love it. As someone who lives in the South, and welcome to the South, my friend. You're here now. We don't get to see snow unless it's on Main Street, and this is the time where we get to go and have a blast with Mickey and his pals celebrating Christmas and we see Santa come down Main Street. It's it's something magical, man. Nothing says Christmas and cold weather like Florida. It's uh, <laughs> it's, it's one of those things that, you know, uh, hot chocolate and some heavy sweaters I, doesn't really match. But yeah, sometimes it gets a little cold there. And uh, you know, in December we had a, we had a pretty cold winter here. I think December, our Christmas time, uh, we had pipes freezing. So uh, so it was kind of unusual for us. But um, yeah, if. if if you're not in the Christmas spirit, that party definitely will be. It's very festive. It's got a lot of really cool stuff going on. Very cool parade. Um, there's some other stuff that we'll talk about later. Uh, another cool parade coming up. But um, I, I like the Very Merry Christmas. I've done it a couple of times. Is it my favorite one to go to? No, it's not really my favorite. But it's definitely one that if you're down in that area and the party's going around that time, it's definitely worth checking out. Oh, I think if you're a Disney fan and you've never done this, then you're messing up. I think this is a... This is a must-do. I think the fact that you get to see Santa Claus in the Magic Kingdom is special. I think the fact that you get to see Snow on Main Street is special. Then uh, getting the hot cocoa and getting the cookies and getting... Um, I, Disney at Christmas is magical. Like, if you've never done it, Disney at Christmas is magical. Epcot, magical. Hollywood Studios, magical. Animal Kingdom, very cool. I wouldn't say magical, but it's very cool. Uh, but Magic Kingdom, there's something amazing about the fact that you walk in and you're just surrounded by it. I mean, like, you're just surrounded. Mike, have I ever told you how much I love Mickey's uh, uh, Christmas Carol? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, talked about I've, it the show a few times. Oh, I yeah. love it. Oh, it's just the best. It's just the best. Like, I love it. And you pretty much are walking into Mickey's Christmas Carol. I love it. Mm-hmm. So for me, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party plays a huge part in the top seven extra ticketed events in Walt Disney World. And if you've never done it, please, please, please do it. Put it on your list. Put a put a trip to Disney on your list. Please don't go over Christmas, though, if you've never done it. Plan like a, you know, mid-October or mid-November trip. Like that's that's a good time, right, Mike? It's a great time to go. It was one of my favorite times yeah. to go was November. Yeah. Yep. Mid-November, not not Thanksgiving, you know, a little before. Or if you're going to go December, maybe that first week of December. Don't get around the holidays, guys. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna have all the crowds in the world. Uh, let's move on. Moving on to number two. And we are talking Disney After Hours. Enjoy a special evening event at one of our theme parks featuring tons of Disney fun. Here's the thing. Coming at number four, we had DVC After Hours. This After Hours event is for everybody. Any person on the globe can book tickets and buy tickets to this incredible event. Mike, After Hours events. You ever done one? I, I don't think, I've only done the 
the uh, DVC ones. I don't think I've ever done one of the paid ones. Um, the one thing that I can tell you, I've heard, and, and I'm just going by because maybe you've done them before, that very much like the when you had the uh, the extra magic hours because you were staying in the park or you were a park guest, they had those little extra magic hours for those. It's very similar to that with the same type of crowds and the same type of exclusivity to the rides that are there. So from my understanding, um, the Disney World after-hour parties are usually pretty much the same as if you had that extra magic band hour. It just expanded a little bit more, but obviously this is a paid one, so uh, it's even a little bit more or less crowded because they've kind of limited the ticket, so to speak. Yep, 100%. And let me go and give you, it's every single Thursday, except for uh, when this episode comes out. It would have already happened. July the 12th, it's happening on a Wednesday. Uh, but it's every single Thursday, uh, all the way through August the 24th. And the prices range from 129 to 139 uh, for adults. And then for kids, as I'm producing on the fly. Let's see what we're doing here. Look at this. Here we go. We'll change it up. Same price. Doesn't matter. Still the same price. 139 129 Mike, uh, if you've never done one of these, this is a great opportunity for people to, to do this to where you're going to be able to knock out attraction after attraction after attraction after attraction and get them done really, really quickly. So is it worth 130 bucks per person? Let me ask you because you've done DVC, so have I. Would you pay 130 per person for that four-hour period uh, to, to go in the parks? I think if I was a Disney newbie and I only go every couple of years and I had a you know, a Monday through Saturday kind of seven day trip plan that I really wanted to pack in a lot of stuff. And I was, and I, I don't go that often. I would probably do that one of my weeknights so that I could really get in a lot and know that I, I really got the most out of my vacation and did the most amount of rides that I wanted to do because of the availability to be able to get them all done. So yeah, I would definitely do that. Um, if, especially for, for us, for the people that go all the time, do I have to be in the parks when it's when it's like that? No, I probably wouldn't spend the money. But somebody who's on a vacation where they don't go that often, or they really want to get the best of their vacation, like listen, you know, our Disneyland trip, we want to get the most out of it. We're going to do everything we can to get in every ride. We don't go out there that often, so you know, those kind of things, I would pay extra to get every kind of opportunity I can to see every possible thing I can in the limited amount of time that I have there. But someone like me, where I go on a regular basis, where I'm down the parks quite a bit, for me it's not worth it but somebody who doesn't go as much i think it's definitely worth their time yeah 100 let me go ahead and go back back because we should have talked about this a little bit h2o glow tickets they are uh so the party is every saturday night at uh, typhoon lagoon and um random mondays just kind of random mondays over the next couple of months uh and those tickets are going to range um 75 for adults 70 for kids so if you're wanting for that so you can kind of get an idea that you know, the the H2O Glow tickets are going to be a little bit cheaper than doing something in the main parks there, um, which is which is kind of cool. Um, and then, of course, the After Hours tickets there. And then we talked about Mir- Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, and that is an event that, look, it's going to cost you, but I think it's completely worth it. Mike, that event starts on November the 9th, and, uh, and it runs all the way through December the 22nd. And tickets are going to start on November the 9th at $169 for adults, $159 for kids. And if you want to get all the way up towards Christmas, we are talking $199 for uh, kids or for adults, $189 for for kids. It is sold out. Mike, that event is sold out over Christmas and over New Year's uh, for, for this year's event. No surprise. I mean, it's a popular event. People love it. So, and uh, with with the park capacity, what it is, that's something that uh, you know, if you can be in the parks a little bit later when it's you know when you have that kind of crowd all day, I think it's definitely worth it. Yep, hundred percent. I absolutely love it. Uh, there is a new event coming this year. I want to talk about it because let, let's just dive into it real quick, if you don't mind, mm-hmm. before we move on to the number one. And this year we get a brand new event. We couldn't put it on the list because it hasn't happened yet, so we haven't experienced it. Couldn't do it. And that is at Hollywood Studios from November the 9th to December 20th on select nights. You're getting Disney's Jollywood Nights. Um, this is a brand new event we talked about on the uh, the new show with Cat Dupree. Um, Mike, they're going to have all kinds of – they're going to have a stage show. They're going to have fireworks. They're going to have, um, of course, snow there. They're going to have all the main stuff they've done before. But it's an actual event. More characters, more Christmas uh, bringing it to Hollywood Studios. It's going to be happening on really random days, though. So let me give these to you, okay? 
the November the 11th, 18th, 20th, 27th, 29th, 27th, 29th, 4th, 6th, 16th, 18th, 20th. Every every other day that if it was available was sold out. Um so it's it's definitely a unique event. And this event is actually as expensive as Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. It is costing you $169 for a child, $169 for an adult. So interesting to see that, hey, they're like, we're making a ton of money at Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Let's bring something new over to Hollywood Studios. Yeah, I see that. And, you know, Hollywood Studios kind of needs that sometimes. Um, you know, they, they lack sometimes the nighttime stuff, especially with when Fantasmic was not, you know, running. Now that Fantasmic's going, uh, it's nice that they're adding another option to go to. Um, maybe it's kind of a, a people eater that people kind of stay away from Fantasmic and, and kind of enjoy the other stuff. But it's nice to see that they're adding stuff and giving stuff to Hollywood Studios and giving them a little bit of love. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that event is. I'm not going to do it this year. Uh, I say that now. I'll, I'll be down there a lot during that time, so I'll, I might hop over. Um, let's move on to number one. What do you say? Sure. All right, buddy. It's no surprise. If you're a Disney fan, you know what's coming up. Boo to you. Uh, boo to you. Uh, boo to you. Uh, boo to you. Mickey's not-so-scary Halloween party coming in at number one on our top seven Extra ticketed events in Walt Disney World. Mike, this event is incredible. If I am telling anyone that you cannot be a Disney fan and say you've never been to Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, I think I'm right. Oh, I agree. And, uh, you know, the nice part about that is the adults get dressed up in the costumes. Everybody kind of, you have that trick-or-treating. Um, it, it, it does get a little crisp at night, so it's got that kind of full breeze. The decorations are amazing on Main Street. The parade is second to none. I mean, just seeing the, the grave diggers and the, the hit, you know, all of the the floats that are so amazing, the the horseman that runs down the street. It's it's a really, really, really cool event. I love it. I've done it multiple, multiple times. That's worth taking the trip. I mean, we love going down to Universal for Halloween Horror Nights, but Mickey's not so scary. There's just something very special about that. Uh, I love doing it. I think everybody, if, if you're a Disney fan and you have not done it, that should be on your priority list. If there's nothing else you get done on your bucket list, that's something that you should absolutely do. It definitely has its spot at the number one ticket. Um, you know, during COVID, it kind of went away and they kind of brought it back in kind of a, you know, a beta version, you know, when they brought it back that first year. But now it's full back into where it was, where we all love. And if you have the opportunity to go, and if you don't have the opportunity to go, make opportunity to go because you definitely you will be missing out by not doing that. It's one of the greatest parties, after hours, kind of parades, events, fireworks, shows that you could possibly meet, characters, trick-or-treating, definitely the best. And um, it, nothing says that Halloween spirit more than seeing those Mickey-shaped pumpkins go up and down Main Street. Nothing says boo to you, Mike, like an August 11th event kickoff. <laughs> Holy moly, really? I yeah. mean, dude, August the 11th is, is the start to this event. Yeah, I, I think now that 4th of July is over, I think they're probably decorating the pumpkins are probably already on Main Street. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, listen... I, they, listen, they know what works, you know, when it comes to this kind of stuff, and they know that everybody loves Mickey not so scary. And if you can add more nights to the beginning, I, listen, if you had Christmas in Ju- you know, Christmas in July, they would they would do it, or Christmas in June, or you know, some some kind of campgrounds do that, you know, where people uh, decorate their their campsites, and for, you know, some of our camping friends know that, but they decorate for uh, for Christmas in the summer months. So if you had a you know a Halloween party in uh, in June or July, uh, people would go. This gets me back to my my soap. My soapbox, I'm not going to get on it. I'm just saying people want to do this. They want to do it enough that August the 11th is the most expensive date to go to Halloween, or to go to Halloween, right? Wow, I'm, I'm all dialed in. <laughs> to go to Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party until you get to, oh my goodness, until you get into October. Mm-hmm. Until you get to October the 3rd. So let me give you some prices. So opening night, if you want to go, is 149 bucks. Then it drops down to 109. I'm only doing adult prices here. 109 dollars, 119 for uh, for Friday nights leading up through September. Uh, we get to 149 dollars leading into the end of September, and then we get up to that 169 price coming in at uh, October. If you want to go, I will go and tell you right now. Halloween sold out. You ain't going on Halloween. 
Uh, but if you want to go the 29th, it's $199. If you want to go the 1st, it's $199. That is Katie's birthday. Happy birthday, baby. I'm not getting you tickets. Um, <laughs> it's all good. Mike, this event is something special. Like, everything about it is magical. I, you know, I'm looking right now. So if I look across from where I record, there are picture frames. And we collect the picture frames that say, like, they're the, Dis- the official Disney frame. And they say, like, 2010, 2011, 2012, 13, 14, 15, you know, go all the way through. And as I look, I can literally count probably five of the last ten years are are Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party pictures that are in there. Yeah, I mean, I know you dressed up quite a bit. You had quite a few Halloween costumes that you got to wear down there. It's yeah. It's few and far between that, you know, they let adults dress up, which is very cool. Um, I think I dressed up as a vampire one year, and it poured. I mean, I was I was soaking wet, but uh, we had a lot of fun. Um, it's, it's, it's Like I said, it's definitely worth it. It's, it's an amazing family experience, and I think that uh, if you haven't done it, it's something that you really got to make sure that you get done. Yeah, I'm excited, man. Um, I would love to do it this year. We'll see. I'm going to be – I'll be down there quite a bit. I just don't know if I'm going to be able to sneak over or not uh, to get to get the event done. But uh, but it's going to be an absolute blast. Mike, there are so many amazing extra-ticketed events that you can do as a Disney fan. And no matter which one you choose, you can't go wrong because you're going to have exclusive access to the parks that most people will never have. So I hope people will realize that if you're a Disney fan and you've never done an extra ticketed event, this is your time. You need to go on. You need to book it. And, of course, you need to go experience one of these amazing seven after-hours ticketed events. Yeah, I hope our DDP family has uh, maybe, you know, decided that maybe this will be the straw where they decide, hey, I'm going to check one of these out. I hope they enjoyed, you know, us talking about that tonight. Um, and, you know, if you wind up doing one of these special events, it, it's a great moment to capture that moment and, and take some pictures. And uh, if you take that moment and you having a great time, I want to hear about it. We want to see about it. Post it to our DDP Facebook page because we have an amazing DDP Facebook page group. And we have some amazing pictures that get posted on there. It brings me to my favorite thing every week, and that would be Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. It's time for us to get our Picks of the Week. All right, Justin, you know how much I love Picks of the Week. And why don't you tell me, what's your Pick of the Week? Yeah, man, I'm going to go with uh, Vincent LaCavra. He's over the DDP Today Sorcerer's Running family. Go over and join that Facebook group right now if you've not done so. What are you doing? You're missing out. Go over and join. It's an awesome place uh, full of amazing people. And he said, took a break from running so I could get ready to scale floating islands in Pandora. And he's rock climbing. Dude, this is awesome. Like, that's I am all in. I'm afraid, though, I get halfway up and you have to come rescue me. So uh, <laughs> if that's the case, like, if, if you'll do that, just comment. Say, hey, I got you, man, and uh, I'll come hang out with you, and, and we'll do some rock climbing and hang out. So I absolutely love the picture. Uh, thanks for posting, brother, and I uh, can't wait for uh, future posts and future rock climbing. Very cool. Great pick. Uh, my pick of the week is going to go to our near and dear fan, fr- uh, family friend, Christina McSheffrey. And uh, she's just wrapping up a trip in Disneyland. She says, anyone thinking of getting Genie Plus in Disneyland, do it. Not only do you get the availability to ride more of the attractions, but you also get a photo pass. And she's got some amazing Disneyland photos. And, um, you know, Disneyland, it's our DDP trip this year. And uh, you have some great picks there. And uh, we have some great picks on our page. So, uh, DDP family, uh, my pick of the week. I love it. Uh, I tell you what, guys, this is going to be so much fun. Uh, the fact that coming up soon, we're going to have another amazing YDF media event with Universal Leech Nights of Fear, September the 13th through the 17th. Get a hold of us. Dan at Away With Me Travel. Justin Away With Me Travel. Let's get you booked to come down and be down there for uh, Universal Unleashed Nights of Fear, where we're going to be doing Halloween Horror Nights, Universal Unleashed uh, uh, event in the park, and then also hallow scream over at SeaWorld. this is an adults only activity 18 and over is uh is the obligation there mike how much fun is this event oh i love it i can't wait i mean i'm 
there's a lot of things you look forward to all year long, hanging out with my buddies, hanging out with my, you know, our DDP family. The adult side of the family is really, really cool. Um, I love our DDP trips. I love seeing the kids. I love being around the family. But um, we have quite a good time doing this. Um, you know, if, if you've never experienced going through a house with Jacob Moore, that is... That is oh, know, it's the greatest. We, we talked about some of the great ticketed events. That's definitely an event worth getting a ticket for because we had so much fun with them. Uh, great family, great fun. Hopefully we won't get rained on as much this year as we did last year. But even in the rain, we still had a blast. We kind of, you know, muscled it out. We went on and uh, we had so much fun. So uh, hopefully we'll get some better weather this year. But until then, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that, that trip. That's definitely one of the most um, fun, relaxing, very cool trips that I can do with my, uh, with my DDP friends and family. Absolutely. Uh, Mike, I tell you what, man, uh, it's been a blast. I love all the ticketed events that Disney offers their their guests. I love the fact that you can have exclusive access to the parks, and that's something that a lot of places don't offer you, and that's really, really cool. And I hope that a lot of our DDP family over the years has the opportunity to experience that. If you've already experienced it, go over to our Facebook group and let's hear about your experience. Let's see those pictures. Become a pick of the week in the future. Um, post those pictures of your experience with that. Uh, Mike, Always fun, brother. I love recording with you, man. I love hanging out. Uh, I can't believe that I get to do this every single week. Every time I, I pinch myself and I go, man, I get to do a very cool podcast with some very cool people, with some amazing Disney family that listen and give us their time. And uh, it's, it's a very, very unique, cool, uh, awesome podcast family that we have here. Mike, let's close this thing up and uh, head over to Patreon because Patreon, we're going to have some fun over there, man. Yeah, I love doing the Patreon stuff. And if you're not a member of our Patreon, what are you waiting for? It's a great blast. A couple people are asking about it this week. And uh, if you haven't joined, join because I think you'll you'll appreciate the uh, extra stuff we give. I'm looking forward to tonight's topic. It should be very cool. Um, you know, get a little bit personal about us as well, too. But um, I, I hope, like I said, if you haven't done any of these ticketed events and you've kind of been on the fence about it, I hope we help decide, make your decision whether it's something you want to do or not do. And... Um, all the ones that I did, I enjoyed. I can highly recommend them. And I hope you guys are having a great summer and a great vacation and spending some great time down with the mouse. And I am looking forward to the Patreon section tonight. DDP family, have an amazing week. Spread some cheers. Smile. Make someone else smile. And until next time, we will see you real soon. Have a good night, everybody. Have a good night. On behalf of the Disney Dads, we want to say thank you we hope you find a little magic in your life every day, spread some Disney love, and keep moving forward. And they all lived happily ever after. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin. Let the wonder take And that's a wrap. This has been YDF Media Productions.